This episode is part two, all about love. And here we talk about the different parts of us that want love and perhaps have different senses and ideas of love, a different need around love. And I explore the energy of love and how to shift the energy of love that you can begin to love yourself. And also I share a dream that relates to loving myself and loving the desires that I have and feeling the worthiness of what I desire. There's also a little bit in here about worthiness and that we are all worthy of love. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Embody Podcast, a show about remembering and embodying your true nature, inner wisdom, embodied healing, and self-love. My name is Candace Wu, and I'm a holistic healing facilitator, intuitive coach, and artist sharing my personal journey of vulnerability, offering meditations and guided healing support, and having co-creative conversations with healers and wellness practitioners from all over the world. Welcome back, everyone. It's great to have you. I wasn't quite sure what to talk about today. I know I had said last a couple of weeks ago in the last solo podcast that I'd be doing some experientials around love and receiving love. And I want to do that. I'm just not sure what is going to come out of that. There are a couple of things floating around in my inner world about it. So I wanted to just jump on here and meditate about it and see what came up. The episode that I'm talking about is untangling love from fear and protection It's a conversation about how love, the idea and concept and experience of love has been tangled up with all sorts of other uh, ways of being that we must be in order to receive or to give love, um, in order to feel loved, or where we just have associated and coupled love with those other experiences, and that's what we believe love is. So that episode is about exploring what's been mixed up with love so that you can actually receive a pure and clear love that's free. That episode's at candicewu.com slash love if you want to check it out. And today, let's just begin with a little bit of sitting together and meditating with what comes up around the topic of love. So just take a moment to close your eyes if you'd like to or look down if you can. Do whatever feels comfortable for you. Just notice your breath. We'll just do this together. Feel into the energy of love. Without thinking about it, just see what arises in you. What feeling comes up. And just notice any emotions you have or sensations in the body and any thoughts that come to you. So this is just brief for right now, but what I'm also getting is to do a longer experience around that, to offer the space for that to see what else comes up around love or 
all of us. So I think I'll do that in uh, the experientials to follow this episode. And what also came up for me was mixing the parts work, um, IFS or voice dialogue or other parts work. I use mainly voice dialogue, um, but it can be just in this broader category of parts work. Looking at the different parts of ourselves and seeing what kinds of love or what kinds of presence those parts of us need, what kind of attention, and how different parts of us can come into play at different times in our life, in different relationships, or at work, or at the grocery store, but where different parts of us come up that are seeking a certain kind of attention and presence and love, where we may not want that part to take the lead. For example, uh, for a long time, my five-year-old self would want to, uh, when I was in a relationship and got to a level of safety with this partner, my five-year-old self would really want to come up and receive this sort of unconditional love from my partner from a child's place. Like just wanting them to be a father or a mother to me in a way and to comfort me and to tell me all the things I wanted to hear kind of magically. You know, five-year-olds have a bit of magical thinking that's five-year-old and under and around that age, just wanting the adults to be so attuned to you that they know exactly what you need and exactly what you um, want to hear and it also comes from a younger place of not having words or, or um, having a nonverbal experience of touch and sensing and someone to be attuned with you. So that part of me would, would want to come forward. And that's not a bad thing. It's just that I didn't really want that part of me to lead in terms of connecting with my partner. It's not really a place where you can have true intimacy. It's a place of a child needing a, a parent, a child needing a, an adult that can really support them in healing something and moving through something. And so, yeah, our triggers come up all the time. So my five-year-old self could be triggered and I'd want my partner to help me. And that ultimately became a weight on my partner and a dependency that wasn't really healthy for a relationship. And what came through with that as well is that my five-year-old self would also know how to take care of someone else. So it was not just dependency, it was codependency, where um, I wanted to please the person around me in order to get love, to get what I need, what I needed. And so this dynamic would form where I'd please someone and support someone until they could help me. And ultimately, I had to work very hard to support this person because I'd attract someone who needed that same kind of thing. So you can see where the codependency really weaves in together and kind of locks into a dynamic. I don't want my five-year-old self to lead the way and to connect with an intimate partner, a romantic partner in that way. At this point, I'd much rather give that love to myself. But even with that conversation we had about untangling love from other things, how do we give ourselves 
our younger selves or the different parts of us of free and pure love if we've never known it. And for me, it took working with several different healers and therapists and practitioners to notice the different moments where I might not be loving to myself, but hard on myself and thinking that was helpful or thinking that was loving. And for them to notice that and say, no, try this or or just the way that they responded to me with compassion or with gentleness really shifted slowly. It trickled in like homeopathy, the way that I could love myself. So really encourage people to find that kind of support where they feel that someone can offer a different kind of love to them that expands that expands your way of loving yourself. But back to the topic of parts. So the many parts of us, our inner critic, our creative side, the leader in us, the younger parts of us, the inner mother, inner father, as well as our inner wisdom and our full and aware self. All of these parts need attention. And as I talked about in that last episode, your direction of attention is love itself. Your direction of attention is love itself. And so if you're not giving any attention to these parts, they may feel undernourished. They may feel unloved. And they may need a specific kind of attention as you are in presence with them. So each one wanting a different thing. And if different parts of you are coming online in terms of leading the way, like let's say you get irritated at work, what part of you is present? What part of you is getting irritated? And what kind of loving does that part need? It may need a different kind of loving than your younger child would or your inner wisdom would. So that's what's coming to me today about loving. And the second thing that has been coming up is our ability to receive love, to receive anything, to receive abundance, to receive pleasure, to receive joy, but also love. And I think that's very challenging if we've gotten messages that we're not worthy of receiving or that we're not enough or that there we have to do things in order to receive, that we're not just worthy of receiving just because we exist. And that was a whole new concept to me when I first heard it. It's a given that I'm worthy. There's a, an episode that I did just as a meditation about worthiness, and it's at candiswoo.com slash worthiness. You can check that out if you're interested and tuning into those words and that energy of feeling that you couldn't be more worthy. You already are worthy. But most of us in our paths, somewhere, whether that's in a past life, in our personal lives, in our young life, in our romantic relationships or, or important relationships in our lives, or in our lineage, there's been a past learning or meaning-making that we aren't worthy of love or that we aren't allowed to have it or we don't have permission to have a full love unless we do X, Y, and Z or unless we are X, Y, and Z. And the thing is, we already are those things. 
at the core. Perhaps some things are just waiting to be uncovered, but your worthiness is already there. Because you exist. Because you are a human being with life force energy that is here on its unique journey. It's a given that you're worthy of love. And I do believe, for me at least, that it's this life is a journey of learning how to love myself and how to love others, but very truly how to feel my own worthiness, feel in sync with and in union with the existence that I am that comes from the source of all things with no question. Animals don't question their worthiness. They just are. They just be. They just move completely in sync with their life force energy, their vital energy. And I believe that that is part of our journey here to become in sync so much with ourselves. We don't even think twice about the fact that this is what we want and we go for it and we move and flow with the changes that come in our pathway and love ourselves along the way. And when you do love yourself along the way, you don't really think about it. When you're fully in that kind of loving that's immersed, you don't think, oh, I'm going to love myself now. Let me try to do something different. But it's a stepping stone to do that where you're changing a pattern. So you can gauge where you're at by sensing how much you're actually thinking about or changing what's happening in the present moment and how much you're enjoying it. Isn't it challenging thing to enjoy every single moment, even if it's a tough moment, even if you're not being loving to yourself in this moment? How is this to experience and to be in it fully so that we can feel all of ourselves? This is a pure love to love everything in our experience, to give attention to everything in our experience, to be more clear here. That we can feel through it and we are full in this juicy experience of every single possibility. And I want to go back just for a moment to the parts of ourselves and what may show up in a relationship, what may show up in an experience, and what kind of love those parts need. I want to just mention that when we come across these parts of us that are wanting something or that get triggered and upset or activated because something happened, it's this beautiful opportunity to love and to shift out of the cycle of the way loving was in the past if it was mixed in with some way of protecting yourself or some way of being you felt dependent on in order to receive love, but to shift out of that paradigm and into a fuller one where it's easy to love yourself, where it's simple in a way. When I say easy, I kind of paused inside like, oh, it's not always easy because sometimes it's so unfamiliar or different or not what we had before, but going into a kind of love that's universal that says, it's okay, forgive yourself, 
or notice how this feels. Just having that gentleness and tenderness. It's an opportunity to love yourself another layer and more deeply. And if you're able to notice the parts of you that come up, to give yourself, to give this part of you a new kind of love or another level of it or another dose of it is just such a powerful thing you can do. This opportunity is given right to you because your soul really wants to be loved. Your soul wants you to love yourself. And so this opportunity is given and we can kind of drown in the upset of something or why did this happen or how and analyze it all. Or we can give ourselves the healing love that it's that is needed and resolve it from the inside out. And then the next time that might be different. And so what does that look like, right? It might look like just being with that part of you. It might look like saying, I love you. It might look like saying, uh, or sound like saying some soothing words, like you are enough, or I'm sa- you're safe, I'm right here with you, and I'm never going to leave you to your inner parts. So that's a whole other topic is parts work. Um, there's a podcast too about parts work at candacewoo.com slash parts. And there are some experientials there where you can work with giving different parts of you what they need, including your inner child. But today I'm going to leave this podcast kind of short and jump into the experientials that will be coming out this week. Many of you are sharing with me that you pick and choose which ones really suit you or somehow jump out at you or that you just feel drawn to listen to and you may not listen when they come out but later. So you might be jumping in where these uh, experientials are already published. Check them out. And if you're not sure yet, you can also go to the website at candicewood.com slash love part two. There you'll find all the experientials for this week that relate to this episode and relate to the last one about love. So I'll leave you with a little taster of what those episodes will be. One's going to be a longer version of tuning into your feeling and energy of love and just what comes up for you. Maybe uh, past relationships come up. Maybe your heart begins to ache and yearn for a certain kind of love. Another practice will be an energy work practice of self-love. This is one I learned from a friend of mine named Robin Fisher, who is an Ayurvedic practitioner. She was the one that cooked for us at our last healing retreat. And... It's an energetic practice that you can work with to move the energy of love to cycle within yourself. Being who I am and a woman growing up in a Chinese family and also in America, I learned to um, take care of others and give all my love away in order to receive something back. And giving myself. The experience of love is a different thing. 
And I find that working with the energy of it helps everything along because there's a certain energetic flow that becomes ingrained. And your energy can just learn that this is the way it needs to flow. And my flow previously was straight from my heart out out through my hands and to other people. And the flow of receiving, of coming back, was challenging, but also the flow of the love going to myself also was challenging. So that practice I want to share with you because it was very powerful for me. And I want to do something else with receiving and tuning into what you can receive, what you feel you can receive and expanding that so that there's more and you can have everything that you want. I might also throw in the classic loving kindness meditation. So look out for that. And um, I hope this week is filled with lots of love for you as you practice and enjoy these practices. Thank you so much for joining me today. And um, it's always great to be able to talk about these topics and hear your feedback. Feel free to reach out to me and share your thoughts, your questions, your reactions. I love getting a challenging question or a challenge to what I've said. Uh, Everything that I say is just what's coming up for me and what I'm learning. And I know that everyone's on a different part of their journey and can offer something different. So feel free to reach out at CandiceWu.com. And if you would like receiving updates from me with self-love notes and updates about my travels and experiences that I'm going through with my life, And thoughts that I have for you, you can sign up for the Embody newsletter at CandiceWu.com slash Embody. There are some freebies there for you as well that you can receive once you get there. And I want to just tune you into the dream workshops that I've been having on Skillshare. There are two of them out right now and another coming very soon. And all of these right now are about supporting your dream life with uh, the physiology that can create a thriving um, space for your dreams to flourish and for you to remember your dreams. I love working with dreams and it's just one way that I give love to myself. I turn that attention towards my unconscious and the parts of me that want to emerge through imagery and color and kooky things that happen. Just the other day, I had this dream about trying to pass through a place with a box of king crab legs and shrimp and this man said I I don't think you can go through with that that's too much and I said no no I think (laughs) I think I should have this I am true those were the words that came through I am true and I said that's why there's a little bit less shrimp because I want all these king crab legs and it just so happens I've been working on desire and being able to have what I want fully and even more And the crab legs and the shrimp are this message from my inner world because when I felt an experience in my younger life of feeling like I wasn't allowed to have, it was actually at my great-grandmother's funeral and my grandparents were taking the shrimp so fast from the table in the center, the the, um, plates of the center that... I didn't even really get any, and I loved shrimp at the time, and I just experienced that moment as I'm not allowed to have 
And I felt their sense of urgency and panic that they needed to have it before anyone else. So it was like abundance was limited. The food was limited. And it was just so upsetting to me in the mix of um, what was also going on in my family dynamics around the time that my great-grandmother passed away. And so shrimp was always this little signal of, of nourishment and what I could have. And king crab legs, I one day down the line, like maybe, I don't know, six years later, was eating king crab legs with uh, the person I was dating at the time. And I just started crying because I felt like, oh, would my grandparents be able to have this? Would they have had this? There's this sense in my family line that people were poor or that we are poor, we don't have enough, but I never really totally believed that that was true. I just wasn't sure. But the belief set certainly made it real that we felt that way and that my grandparents felt that way. We don't have enough. So grabbing the shrimp had to happen quick. And so I just had this association with it that maybe they would never allow themselves to have king crab legs. And I, I've seen them live very frugally. And I asked myself that question of, am I allowed to have these? And so here's at least. 12 years later that I'm having this dream about king crab legs and shrimp in a box and a man asking me if I'm, you know, what's in the box. And I'm <laughs> trying to convince him that I'm allowed, which seems to be some process that's happening in me. So here's a very long story for why I love dream work and what's coming through with my dreams right now. And um, I do feel I'm stepping in more and more to this feeling of I can have what I want and to be able to even ask myself, what do I truly want? Exactly what is it that I want? And then to hold my experience around me consistent to that and to say no to the things that aren't that, to say no to the things that fall short of what I want and to align with exactly what I want. To be congruent outside of me is, is a really interesting process. And a lot of people tell me that they see my life and they see that I'm having everything I want. And that's not untrue. It's just that there's more and there's, there's always more layers. It's not the end. Just because my life is the way it is, which I'm so grateful for and feel really privileged about. And also recognize my own work in it, my own healing work and my own risk-taking and slowing down to hear myself, this is a deeper level now of being able to access things that I want that might be scary or not have been in my on my menu before of what I could have in my life and in myself, in my relationships. So I want to just offer that little tidbit for you today. And again, long story short, for sharing the dream work classes with you on Skillshare. And you can find that at candicewu.com slash dream physiology. You can also find all of the classes that I have at candicewu.com slash dreams. All right, that's it for today. And check out those experientials that are coming out. And I'll see you next time on the Embody podcast.